0: Hello and welcome back to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation podcast with Brant Pasilakwa, founder of the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation School. In this podcast, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's dive into the show. Today's episode is a recording taken directly from a live Q&A session with Breathing Deeply founder Brant Pasalacqua and students from our yoga therapy programs. Our first question is, how can I approach issues at home when working with children in yoga therapy for mental health?
1: Well, you got to remember is that the parents are in charge and, you know, your relationship with them is gonna dictate what you can talk to them about, right? So you can't answer a question that nobody's asked. And so that's how I think about it. In all yoga therapy, really. So, you know, what you wanna do is plant seeds that might have them ask the question. Do you think it's a good idea to treat my, to give my ADHD kid a, seven pounds of sugar and red food dye at midnight before they go to bed. Like you want them to ask the question because then you could say, it's a terrible idea what you're doing, Um, but you can't say it until they're there. And um, I guess, you know, an analogy from yoga therapy work that that might be useful is um, like when we do like uh, weight loss work, we were talking about this recently, like obesity work um last yesterday Stephen Bader presented a case study on someone he was working with and it was interesting you know it was all about how to get this person to a place where they realized what was going on so that they could sort of begin the work that you'd want to do with them and so I'm saying all that to say the yoga you do with the parents is going to help them get there right people make bad decisions sometimes it's information but I in my experience 90% of bad decision making is really based on um like imbalances like not seeing things clearly um you know not having your nervous system in a place where you can assess a situation and do what's right uh, with parenting and children and all this it's it's often about um, Kind of dealing with your own stuff simultaneously and all the stress maybe that you're having because your child is suffering and um or maybe that plus taking a lot of your time so um that's one part of it you know you have to remember that at all times you you can't just um kind of go in guns ablaze blazing, you know <laughs> Um, And there's another part of that as a yoga therapist that might be helpful to hear just in general, uh, which is that you have to establish yourself as an expert if you expect people to listen to you. So if you're teaching little kids, you know, you're taking a ball and telling people to breathe and you're playing games with pom poms and you're doing art projects. And then you're thinking, I don't understand why these parents aren't asking me like, these questions about how to raise their child um you know it's good to step back and imagine it from their point of view like all they know is that you're like doing what looks like maybe from the outside maybe even silly yoga games with children right so you have to like really see yourself like how are you going to establish yourself um as an expert so the way to do that is to do it on the way in so one thing you could do is like Talk to people about how you work, I, but like as a reminder of like oh, uh, this is what I do, I'm a yoga therapist, I work with your kid in this way, I work with families in this way, These, this is my areas of expertise, here are the things I know about. You know, if you don't do that right away, um, it happens in all sorts of yoga therapy, right, where like I don't understand why this person doesn't want to more. To know more about what I think about like lifestyle choices like i'm trying to get that in there it's like well because they don't know they just think you teach people down dog, they don't know so, so a lot of it's that you know. Um, so usually like when i'm intaking someone in any fashion part of my intake is like explaining to them what I do and don't do and what I know and don't know. um. And I find that that really helps. And that actually took me a long time to develop. It's not obvious when you're, you're good. To, it's like, you know, you think you're just going to like kind of roll, roll. But if you don't do it right away, people get a lot of ideas in their head about you. The same way people get ideas in their head about any practitioner. Like when you go to the doctor, it's the opposite, right? Everyone's like, you know everything. You know everything to do. You're a doctor. Doctors know everything. And the doctor's like, I don't know everything. I barely know anything. I mean, I know more about current medical research than any doctor I've ever been to that's a family practitioner because they're too busy to read the stuff I read. I don't get it. They are super busy. They have no time to read the study that came out last year. (laughs) They're like working off stuff from 10 years ago because it's just like they're inundated, working all day, seeing a client every 20 minutes. I get to like sit in my office with my feet up and read 30 medical studies, right? So it's you get my point, like people make a lot of assumptions. So you might wanna like think about like the way you make assumptions and just make sure you like really lay it out. But if you wanna be an expert, like if you're working with children with, with mental health conditions, then you, know, you wanna be supplying the parents with information that's useful. Yeah. Cause then they'll see you as that person, even if it's just handing them materials that somebody else wrote. I mean, it doesn't even, it doesn't have to be like mind blowing. But if you're the go to, then you're the go to, right? And if you're not, they're not gonna, um, you know, they're not gonna carry. Really, like, you should do yoga with me. Like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Or whatever. I have a therapist. Like, you know, um, it's tricky. So, I mean, what I've seen a lot is like parents, like, I mean, you get a pretty good, like, as a private yoga therapist, like, people are obviously concerned about their children, right? These are not like, Failing the, the parents are like failing at being parents in some way. I mean, they're they're bringing their kid, right? But um, often they're confused. <laughs> you know, often they're confused as to like what's the best way to support their kid. Um, you know, get usually because there's a lot of pressure. You know, in the household, like you're saying. A kid with a mental health condition makes total havoc on, on a family, you know, um, and it it eats all the atmosphere and the parents' time. So it's 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 kind of tricky, right? Because how do you get someone to commit to doing something else when they already have had so much taken away from them? Maybe, right?
0: What are some tips to help a client struggling with viral induced neuropathy and a loss of balance?
1: I would probably uh, just go pure, like almost like autoimmune protocol. Um, But it's like with post viral syndromes, I mean, really, it's like massive amounts of brainwave state changing. So I would have her doing seriously copious amounts of yoga nidra, you could try prana nidra, yeah. any any of those types of practices just to to see how many how much you could shift her brainwave states if she's willing to do it. Your brainwave mm-hmm. states change, you get more healing brainwave states uh by doing it consistently and getting better at it. Um and you get more of those during the day while you're not doing it. So that those are all just facts. Um i would say i have no idea like unless the neurologist tells you something different but you know if this is a post viral syndrome then this is her best bet and i would work her towards it's a big ask towards so one step at a time two 40 minutes sessions a day that seems like a lot but she's got neuropathy in her hands and feet for no reason yeah like you you have to match like if she goes you know it's not going to go away i mean it could but she has to change like her restorative possibilities in her system the skill building is super important because when they study this um the more experienced the practitioner the more they see the brainwave states shift so that's the thing so if you don't do it enough you're not going to get it's going to take so much longer to get the result you want. Um, so you really wanted to get better and better and better at dropping into those states.
0: How can I use language in an ethical way when working with an elderly client with PTSD?
1: You know, it, when you're working with someone who has PTSD for something else, basically what you're doing is being trauma informed while you're working with the something else. Right. And then as you introduce new things, like if you're giving your breath work. Which with someone with PTSD, can go go either way. It could be yeah. very triggering or it could be really helpful. Um, you'd have to be permission-based. You'd have to definitely let her know you can do other things if she doesn't like it. You have to give her a lot of choices. And then, I mean, it sounds like you're really talking to her about like, my point is, I guess, about stress response and how to affect her nervous system, right? So, right, yeah that's fine because you're not like really hiding something. Yeah. And I like the way that you've adjusted your language to meet her where she is. You're not, there's no subterfuge.
0: Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Please subscribe, rate and review our show and help us share yoga therapy with more people around the world. If you think this episode will help someone, you know, feel free to share it with them. If you love yoga therapy and meditation, you can follow us over on Instagram at Breathing Deeply Yoga, where we share anything and everything to help you advance your understanding of yoga therapy and meditation. For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com. See you in the next episode.